I have got an incredible young entrepreneur in studio with me today, Nzeka. She is Nzeka. I'm saying it incorrectly. Nzeka is the correct way of saying it. She is in studio with me today, and I heard about her and... You guys know me. I love celebrating anybody that is living their version of success. I really believe we live in a time more so now than ever in the history of the world where we can define what success is to us and what we want our lives to look like. And people who go after their dreams, who are bold enough to take a leap into the unknown and go, I'm going to create something new and nobody's done it like this before. I love that sort of thing. I absolutely love it. And so I found out about her through a friend. I think it was through People Have Influence, kind of connected us all. And um, I drank Sugar Virgin earlier on this year and it was delicious. Um, it was for Easter. I got a whole bunch of little gin eggs in a basket, which was just so fantastic. And the brand really stuck out for me because they have fun with gin. And so when there are um, events like Christmas now is, ca is coming up, they sent me this wonderful box with um, these little gin balls, like the, you know those crystal glass balls that you hang on a Christmas tree that normally have air in them? Guys, these have gin in them. I mean, what the what? And they're all different colors, and each one is infused with something different, so they're super cool. Plus, there were gin crackers, and there was a gin advent calendar. So I just thought, that's really cool. The brand has stuck out for me of as one of the brands this year that is doing something different and cool. But that's not the only thing that really stood out for me about this lady. And I'm sorry, this is a long introduction and you're sitting there watching me, but just hang in there for a second. Um, but she is also a conscious entrepreneur. And the ones of you that are listening that know me know that I am all about conscious living. Let us live consciously and still have an amazing, awesome life. I mean, that is the goal. And so she is running a business very consciously and invested in a campaign like Day One for Change, which is a plastic upcycle initiative. She's done a whole lot of things. We're going to run a competition because there's a super cool bag in studio, which I will show you guys just now. Um, but she is just a conscious cool girl boss entrepreneur and I just want to welcome her into studio. How are you doing? And welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio, Nzeka. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I feel like I am not worthy after that intro. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> then I did my job right. <laughs> no, you absolutely are worthy and um and I, I'm so humbled to have you in my studio and get to celebrate you today. I think that the first question is like, let's introduce you to the public in your own <laughs> words. Who are you and where do you come from? Um, my name is Nzeka Biela and I am from KZN um, and not necessarily Durban. That's always the assumption. I just went to school in Durban. I'm from a, a small town place called Eskawini. And yeah, I grew up there um, and was in Durban for high school, border, was always independent, wanted that uh, independence from a young age, so begged my parents to go to boarding school. And yeah, from there I went to Stellenbosch um, because I wanted to do something different. Um, 
and that was winemaking because they came to Stellenbosch. Uh, I mean, Stellenbosch came to our school pitching um, all these different courses that they offer. And one that was different and stood out was um, winemaking. And that's what I was like, oh, there are no vineyards in Durban. So this sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, so I decided to go to Stellenbosch, uh, first time ever going to Cape Town. And um, yeah, study winemaking, uh, which... Uh, had this glamorous view of being in a vineyard, walking, <laughs> having my own wine bottle, labeled, branded. Um, and yeah, that was not the reality. That was not, the, that was not it. <laughs> not at all. So um, I then changed uh, to something else because I was like, wow, this uh, was a lot more lab-focused, lab-based, um, which wasn't something that I necessarily enjoyed. Hmm. Um, and then after the first year, I decided to try something else. I had no clue what. I just was like, I want to stay in Stellenbosch. It seems like a cool place to, to be. So, yeah, I ended up doing HR after doing an assessment, uh, finished that undergrad, and then was like, I'm not fulfilled. This isn't enough for me. Uh, and then went to UCT to do a postgrad in management specializing in entrepreneurship. And that's where uh, I felt a click in terms of what I was actually studying and what I, I was somewhat passionate about at the stage I didn't know I just felt like wow this is the right kind of education and this is something that resonates with me and yeah that's actually where I met my business partner and we've worked together since since then yeah amazing I mean you've got such a mix of accents you know that right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like listening to your accent and I'm like okay I can feel a bit of Durban there over it there's a little bit of cash I'm speaking in it's like all these different oh, accents wow, okay. like sneaking yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, apparently, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got the, um, the, the chilled out sort of easygoing energy of that coastline of KwaZulu. You know, yes, that, that so coastline has that sort of easygoing, yeah, like we're cool, yeah. we're relaxed. It, guys, don't worry. It's all going to work out <laughs> in the end. It's all good. Positive vibes. <laughs> Positive yeah. vibes all the way. Oh, um, but I see that. So you met your business partner. While you were studying, Rob, yes. yes. And and then you guys decided, I mean, you had the background of obviously being at the vineyards, um, you know, and, and thought this will be fantastic, drinking wine. Yeah. But it didn't quite turn out that way. But you obviously learned a lot from that experience. So what then sparked, guys, let's create a gin brand? Well, we started off in beer, uh, craft beer, after we uh, left university. Uh, we launched a craft beer brand called League of Beers, which was about um, curating a monthly mix case for beer lovers. Ah, um, because, nice. Yeah, at the time, um, around about 2011, 2012, craft beer was on the come up in South Africa. It was about to be the trend and already um, been a few brands that were doing well and well distributed. And the gap there that we saw was that not every uh, brand where if you were in Joburg, you only got Joburg beers. If you're yes. in Cape Town, you only got Cape Town beers. So League of Beers was that um, sales and distribution model to get uh, uh, customers um, introduced to different breweries, uh, as well as get the tasting notes, the stories behind the beers, and essentially learn more about the, the, the beers that they're drinking. So that was our first business venture in 2012. Uh, and then uh, what happened there was um, we went our separate ways uh, after handing over the business to Yappy Chef. And, and then, yeah, so we then picked up on the craft gin trend. And then we were like, 
there's something here. Uh, let's take our learnings that we learn from uh, League of Beers and see what we can do in creating our own brand versus being the sales and, and marketing uh, channel. Let's create our own brand. And that's how Sugarbird came about, where we wanted to make an easy drinking and accessible craft product for people to enjoy. It's And you know what I really love? The other thing I love about your brand, because I've already said a few, but um, is that you are not, you've got an abundance mindset. You've got a growth mindset. And it's so evident because certain brands will feel like, oh, no, I can't promote other gins because that would be in competition. No, guys, Sugarbird Gin brings out an advent calendar supporting numerous different South African craft gins. And I mean, when you did that, I was like, this. This girl, this girl, this you know, team. this team, okay. this team. Okay, this team. But seriously, yeah. like that is that's having a complete growth mindset and an abundance mindset. And why I think that is so important is because there is enough for everyone. There is enough for everyone. And if everybody realized that there was enough for everyone, I think that stress levels would disappear. Anxiety would disappear, depression would disappear, and we would live in a world where we just supported each other because we wouldn't feel like, oh my goodness, if I if I don't sell this, you know, they're gonna get it, and then it's I'm gonna be in and mm. this desperation. And I just I love that you don't position yourself in that way at all. Yeah. Where did you? Where do you think that was instilled in you? Because it has to have come like either from a parent or a mentor or a teacher or a combination of that. Um, where did you learn that mindset? Where do you think it came from? I'd say it's uh, two parts. Uh, first, the, the nurture. Is it nurture part where you're born with it? Yes. Uh, and I would definitely attribute that to my parents and my upbringing, uh, where it was always about... Um, sharing and a sense of community or as you know helping other people um and growing with other people so you never grow alone you grow with others mm -hmm. and bring others along on that journey uh and then from the nature side is the learnings actually from league of beers uh, where rob and i um started that business where that whole business was about bringing brands together, right? To give the consumer the best experience and the best of what South African craft uh, beer could consume or could produce. Um, and that's what we wanted to do with this, where it's like, but just because we're a brand doesn't mean that we need to just only look at ourselves. What would our uh, Sugarbird community love? Yes, they love Sugarbird, but what else can we um, introduce them to? And that was bringing other, other brands along for this amazing South African product. And mm. I think it was just positioning that first, where it's about South African craft and growing that space versus being uh, Sugarbird leading that space. I do, yeah, I just, I commend you, I commend you, I commend you, and I honor you for, for just running your life the way that you are running your life. It's really, it's just, it's wonderful. It's not only collaborative, but it's informed and it is supportive and it is abundant. And I think that, you know, every young entrepreneur can learn a lot from you. So we will get onto that. But um, two things, and I don't know which question to ask first. I've got so many questions <laughs> for you. Um, but I think that, you know, you, you also passed on your passion for entrepreneurship um, with the Koi Group. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I find that so beautiful mm. as well. 
So as mentioned, Rob and I met through entrepreneurship, um, and that's the one thing that uh, resonates both um, with us, and that's one thing that we're both passionate about and share an alignment with that. So when um, bringing Sugarbird into existence or when thinking about the concept of Sugarbird as well as launching, we wanted to uh, bring that along with us in terms of growing that entrepreneurial space because we know it's um, it's tough it's tough out there, you know. So the more people you have uh, growing that space, mm. it helps the, not only the economy but as well as other entrepreneurs to learn and grow from each other and support each other. Yes. So that's why we wanted to bring something where we give back to that uh, entrepreneurial community that we. Uh, fell in love with or fell uh, passionate about. So that's what the Koi boot camp is about. Where we uh, we do a two day boot camp, um, where we get entrepreneurs from different backgrounds and get them through this uh, course, where they learn everything from ideation all the way to uh, managing their business, finances, you name it. Uh, so yeah, we ran the first one earlier this year, which was awesome and a great success. Uh, and we hope to do more and, uh, and grow at that pace as well. That, I mean, that is just, it's so phenomenal. So you, when I, at the beginning, just before we went on air, I said, I would like to ask you for some tips for entrepreneurs. <laughs> and she was like, oh, whoa. And actually, we could sit and have a two-day <laughs> program, you and I, yeah. and you could tell me a lot of tips. How, um, if, if I'm a young entrepreneur and I want to be a part of your next one, how would I go about that? So on our website, we actually do have a tab where it's dedicated to the entrepreneurial uh, bootcamp. You're able to leave your details and information there, and we will be in touch when we have the next call for applications. So which which website would that be? Because is that on show? <laughs> Sorry? I say because we have two now. So yes. You're right. Uh, that would be our Sugarbird uh, Gin website. So that's www.sugarbirdgin.com. Brilliant. Okay, the reason why I'm saying that, ladies and gentlemen, is because there's the Sugarbird Gin website and then there's the dayoneforchange.com website. Tell us a little bit about Day One for Change. Um, Day One for Change is um, an initiative that we hold dear, or I hold dear to my heart as well as a business. And that's because it was a journey for us. Uh, as you recall and as you cited those gin baubles that we did, we actually started them last year and they ended up being such a success. That's why we decided to uh, do more of that this year round and offer again our Sugarbird community a lot more range to have fun with this year. However, we saw that within that, that meant we were producing a lot more than we did last year. And last year, what we essentially did was produce and then um, ask the, our, our community to recycle. But we didn't really meet them halfway in that. Uh, we asked, we said, okay, recycle, it's PET, and this is what you should do with it. But we really didn't give you more information. We didn't provide some sort of uh, solution to actually recycle. So this year round, we, we we looked at that as an initial concept of how do we actually do more and um, through the likes of Petco, which is the body that uh, looks after PET in South Africa, we uh, worked with them to understand more about PET and yes, it's 100% recyclable, but what else? And that's where we just went down this rabbit hole of learning and learning and learning, which was incredible, but um, that's where the conscious side comes in as a consumer. Where 
you're bombarded with all this information, too much information, misinformation, how do you know what's mm. actually correct? And that's the challenge we found ourselves in. Um, but luckily, we had the straight channel to Petco, and we were able to uh, go back and forth in terms of, but this is what we're getting. What does that mean? And then yes. they took us through literally everything. Um, and the initial step is designing for recycling which was something we never even thought as a concept. Mm. You just like, oh, but you just make a product, done. It's like, no, but if you design for recycling, that means you have minimal waste as possible. What this means is we will take our PET bottles, baubles, you name it, those will be uh, dropped off in our sugar bird recycling bins that we'll be allocating to various stores. Once that's done, we collect it and we ensure it goes to the right place to be recycled. So it can either be recycled back into a new bottle or recycled back to these amazing bags um, that uh, you will see. So that's the part where every part of that product was made so that there is little to no waste that either goes to landfill, ocean, or just lying around anywhere. That part of the product just needs to be used, consumed into something else. That is amazing. I mean, that is, that is the essence of conscious consumption and creating products that can consciously be consumed. Um, and it's so hard because Every, it seems like there is no option that doesn't harm or, you know, make an impact in some way. Mm. But what we can do is look at the level of impact that we make, which I see that you're doing so consciously, and it's absolutely beautiful. For people who don't know what PET plastic is, um, it's a very sophisticated and very versatile plastic um, I dare you to say the full name. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at this name and I'm going, can I, can I? Polyethylene. Yes? Yeah. Polyethylene. Teraplathylate. Something like that. Something <laughs> like that. So I'm, I'm trying to say that name. But anyway, it's, it's a very sophisticated type of plastic um, that is very versatile and used in many different ways. And, um, and it's successfully used in packaging for carbonated soft drinks, bottled water, milk, juices, sports and energy drinks, jars, punnets, tubs, trays for food items, bottles for household, personal care and pharmaceutical products, and the sheets of film of packaging. It is the type of plastic labeled with the um, hashtag number one barcode um, on or near the bottom of the bottle of the container. So for those of you who want to look out for it, um, because it is the preferred, it is the best plastic that you can use at the moment, isn't it? Or not really? I'm not the expert. I just know in terms of uh, the most recycled plastic and one of the most sophisticated one is PET. Okay. Um, but there are different types of plastics uh, like your HDPE, you name it. Have a look at our website. We have an infographic that we've actually put together so that you can see uh, what the different codes are and um, what is recyclable and what isn't. Um, I think the one thing that people often ask is, but you were using glass, why did you change? Why would you change to plastic? Um, and the main reason for that is what people also don't um, understand, and that's why I encourage you to go on to dayoneforchange.com to learn more and understand why we went this way, was um, our plastic bottle, I mean, our glass bottles were being imported. Um, so mm -hmm. you look at all those carbon emissions there. Uh, glass is also um, heavier, so it had to be transported from uh, the harbor to uh, our office. Um, so when we looked at that, so we actually did an analysis to actually track the, the life cycle of our, our glass bottle versus our PET bottle. 
and the change to PET actually uh, resulted in a 66% reduction in carbon emissions. Sure, that's yeah. massive. So um, that's where that came in, where we're like, oh, actually, hang on here, this might be the the better option in this particular case and in our business. Mm. So that's why we made the change uh, for ourselves. But we also looked at the aftermath of of, of using PET um, is you don't just leave it and say, okay, great, people will recycle. So how do we do more outside of just, okay, we're reducing our carbon emissions. So that's where this um, campaign of Day One for Change came in, where we wanted to educate people about PET, um, what is PET, the benefits of PET, as well as how it can be recycled. And from our side, closing the loop. And what we mean by that is asking our um, Sugarbird community, once you've purchased and, and enjoyed your gin, please do bring it back and recycle and drop it off at a Sugarbird recycling bin, which we'll be allocating to different stores. You also get um, opportunities to win uh, gin prizes that you can send a selfie, use the hashtag day one for change. And yeah, from there, we will make sure that it goes back into a bottle or goes into an amazing bag that we've designed for, for everyone. So that's actually one of the questions that is coming through on Instagram. Is there an incentive for people um, to, pr to motivate people to recycle? Definitely. Uh, the incentive is uh, send us a selfie of you dropping off and recycling your PET bottles. And with this, uh, in this case as well, we don't only say your Sugarbird uh, PET bottles. We say any PET bottles because we nice. want to make it as easy as possible for you. So Look at that collaborative <laughs> consumption going on again. <laughs> yeah, so drop off any PET bottle um, and take a selfie of yourself, use the hashtag, and you can win some awesome gin prizes that we'll put together on a weekly basis. So there's ample chart to enjoy some gin. That's really, really great. Somebody else is also asking, um, are you looking for investors to get involved in any of your projects? Uh, if they can send us an email, uh, brand at steelcutspirits.com, we can... Brand at steelcutspirits.com. Yes. Sorry, I just need to slow you down there so that people get it. Brand at steelcutspirits.com. Yes, carry on. Yeah, so <laughs> you can uh, send us an email and uh, we can be in touch from there. Amazing. So we are almost out of time. We've got another three minutes before we go. Um, tell us a little bit more about the bags. So the bags are used from recycled plastic. They're actually created from recycled yes. plastic. How do you do that? And where are you doing that? Um, so it's a, it's a process that uh, Extrupate, one of our partners, um, is part of. So they take the bottles and it's usually your color PET that can't be recycled back into bottle. So that needs to be downcycled into something else. And usually that is your fiber. So that's the fiber that is then um, woven or strung along to these long pieces. So they chop up the PET to start off um, and then they turn it into little flakes. From there, they, I think, melt it and then extrude it into these long um, color Fibers. Yes, I don't have the product here. I usually, uh, <laughs> we had that uh, display at our event. But from there, that is then extruded into fiber, which is uh, rolled up and sent to the different people who actually make products out of this. So you have t-shirts, you have bags, like our 
felt bags? Do you have, um, I think Woolies even has a, a, a denim range or something like that. So there are a lot more brands uh, using, using um, it. Yeah, recycled um, and, PET fiber. And that's happening here in South Africa? It is. Um, so even our T-shirts, we're getting uh, our promo team and tasting team recycled um, T-shirts that we use. Uh, our bags are recycled. Um, PET. So it's all these different avenues that we want to make sure that we're growing the demand from that perspective mm. so that that cycle just keeps going and going. So again, less goes to waste or landfill. Amazing. Like amazing, amazing. I'm so happy to hear that that is happening here because um, I know there's... Um, there's a company that does beautiful satin pillowcases mm -hmm. out of recycled plastic, but she was getting her satin from China because mm -hmm. that was the place that recycled the plastic yeah. and she didn't know anywhere here. So I think maybe if I can Please connect, connect you, you guys, yeah, yeah the right people. then that would be amazing because she's also a conscious brand and each pillowcase um, goes to a different cause. So amazing. the different colors are connected to different causes and she's really great. So um, I definitely want to connect you with that. Um, and are they making lots of different fabrics? Do you know? Uh, out of the, the, the plastic? PET. Yeah. As far as I know at the moment, again, um, I stand to be corrected, and I'm sure there are people who would know more about this. The only avenue I know of is the fiber, and that's not to say it ends there. Uh, there are probably other things that that is possible. Okay, amazing. And now, before I let you go, I am going to ask you, even if it's just three um, of the most important things that you think entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs should know because um i know <laughs> no pressure i'm just putting you on the spot here i didn't prep this for a woman at all <laughs> i'm just having a conversation but that that's how i roll i like research you and then uh. like just chat to you because like as you can see you'll say things and i'll pick up on them and then we have a conversation yeah. about them but i find that that's much more useful for the listeners than for me sure. like a list of questions um but yeah if you can think of three things like either things that you've learned or things that you teach but three things that will empower somebody that is listening out there that really would love to become an entrepreneur and um, can follow in your footsteps I think that that would be great to share Ooh, okay um three things that's yeah one you need to love what you do um I think that's the biggest yeah. and best thing you need to love what you do <coughs> otherwise um, you will easily get demotivated and want to um, quit, stop, or whatever the case may, may be. So if you love what you do, you're able to um, persevere through the hard times because you know that it's worth it. You know that it feeds your soul, your passion, and everything. Um, so definitely love what you do. Um, I'd say surround yourself with the right people. Um, have yeah. the right team and have the right support structure from a personal perspective, uh, from a work environment, partner with the right people. That is very important. Yes. Um, and partner with people um, that make up for your shortcomings. So what are you good at? What can you contribute? And you're not, honestly speaking, good at everything. So what is it that you are not necessarily strong at that your business partners or your team can um, fill that gap so that you are all stronger together and able to um, to bring your your business into a more successful space. And then three. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, those two, those two were absolutely great. So I'm just going to recap them while you are okay. um, thinking of the next one. Um, people are saying she's so on the right trap, clapping hands, um, thumbs up. Um, and I completely agree. But, you know, we were speaking about it with Norman Simon before you came in. You know, when do you know that you're on the right track and you're beating a dead horse or you're beating a dead horse, yeah. you know? And um, and I was saying that it's it's that feeling inside. If there's something that you love so much that you can't go a day without mm -hmm. thinking about it, talking about it, and every time you think about it and talk about it, it gets you really excited, then you're on the right track. If it's draining your energy, you're not on the right track. You need to change direction, which is more or less what you're saying as well um and then the other thing is surrounding yourself with the right people none of us have a, if a bird if we judged a bird by its ability to swim we would all drown you know like we've all got our gifts and so by choosing a team that basically balances your gifts and highlights your gifts while supporting you where you are not very strong it is so key to achieving success don't think that you need to do it all on your own i know that i've made that mistake way too many times find partners that fill the gaps that you cannot full it's so 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 important have i given you enough time um yeah i'll say the next one is more like two points um so the one time management uh very important um because as an entrepreneur you often um swept up in making sure your business is a success success um and you're working around the clock so take time out uh, to be able to take mm. care of yourself because uh, personal care is important for you to sow into your business again. So if you're constantly draining yourself, um, then that, that won't be sustainable. So I'd say time management. And then the other one, which I remember so vividly from university, um, is culture eats strategy for breakfast. Culture and eats strategy for breakfast. Yes, and that just speaks to um, as a company, organization, or team, you need to have a very good culture. Um, and whatever that is, you will dictate or know what that is within your business. But having that culture side of the business far exceeds strategy. And that's not to mm. say strategy isn't important. By all means, it is. But culture allows you to be able to constantly go back day in, day out to be able to fulfill that strategy. Amazing. Fantastic tips. I want to come on your two-day <laughs> mission, you know, so that I can um, so that I can experience what you are teaching. I'm busy looking at the website, um, and it's sugarbirdgin.com. You guys need to jump on it and check it out. Um, really, your brand has stood out for me this year as Thank a brand you. to watch. It's been really exciting dealing with you guys you so and just much. experiencing your products. I love the design of the logo of Sugarbird Gin. Oh. Like it's, it's just beautiful, you. you know. Um, I'm a very visual person. <laughs> so for me, those kind of things really excite me. Um, I love your sense of collaboration and upliftment and empowerment. Um, so, yes, this 
slot was really just to honor you, to celebrate you. you. Um, and I am going to be running a competition so that you guys are, can experience one of these lovely bags. Um, I'm going to be given one so that I can experience it and then give you feedback. And, um, and then I will run a competition. It's going to be my last competition for the year. I'm going to get a few different brands together so we can give a big, lovely, juicy Christmas gift. Um, and I will include that bag in that competition. Also, because that is collaborative and cross-marketing is always great for brands. And you guys then get, one of you gets really, really spoiled, which I think is super cool. Um, but I want you guys to jump onto Sugarbird Gin. Dot com and you'll see there there's the Cape Fainbos gin, there's the entrepreneurial mission, stockist blog and more. Um, so if you want to get involved in as if you are an entrepreneur and you want to get involved, there is all the information on that website. I also want you guys to check out Day One for Change. It is such a beautiful website and so informative. It's also got the three different bags um, that they are creating, um, which are super cool. But it's, yeah, your sense of style and just the way you handle everything. Well done, my love. And any way that I can support you in the future, you give me a holler because you're a super cool brand and a super cool human and on a super cool mission. (laughs) So thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining us today at Two Oceans Vibe Radio. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute, absolute pleasure.